Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Malaka Investors Podcast. Joining us today, Abisha Mahdi Musa, Nagas Bukhulin, Imran Hussain, Nali Kumamame, Karanikadi, and myself joining us. And Sal Usman. Wait, nay, can I finish? Uh, myself joining virtually, Adam Musa, and last but definitely not least, Found Usman. Today we'll be discussing what's the title of the book? Uh, Never Split the Difference. Oh, we're still, okay, okay. Never Split the Difference? Uh, okay, yeah, y'all. Negotiating, as, negotiating as your life depends on it. There we go. So what chapters are we discussing today? Right. Chapter nine. 9 and 10. <laughs> Chapters nine and ten. Who would like to start off the discussion? I'll go ahead. Um, so as I was reading chapter nine, um, you know, I realized that like I have no idea what it really means to bargain, because um, the thing is like whenever I would go into try and bargain in some kind of way or whatever, it would just be like, um, like I would like I would just start off with whatever number they give me, and then I would try to go a little bit lower or whatever. But there was never that anchor. Like I didn't really know about that the concept of anchor. Yeah, I really, and that's a really good technique because getting the person that you're bargaining with at a, such a low expectation and then you build it up as you move up like six, you go 65 mm-hmm. then you go 85 percent 90 percent of that total that you're looking at mm-hmm. and then eventually it's like you're lower than the number you were thinking but it's still um high enough for the seller like mm-hmm. yeah right and to pick to piggyback off that um what i like about anchor is <clears throat> in like in the real estate version is you kind of test their motivation so let's say the house is worth 150 and you say you know i can maybe do 75. when you're when their reaction is like from their reaction you can tell if they want to sell or not and then you can kind of slowly move up because if they say that's crazy you can be like okay they might don't need to sell but then if they're like i can eh, i could do 100 mm-hmm. then you, you kind of know where they're at and then you can move from there i really like that yeah, honestly, reading this chapter kind of reminded me a lot about like I, my grandmother. Cause to be honest, bro, she's one of the best negotiators I know. You know, cause growing up like back home, there's no fixed price on any items you purchase. Yep. So when you go to like uh, Taiwan or like any of these supermarkets and whatnot, you have to negotiate each and every time. Right. And then you know, having my grandma with me, she would always give them like a price that's very shocking to them, yeah. like a very low price. Yeah. So they're shocked. They're like, "What?" Yeah. So. <laughs> After that, like anything she says is not a surprise no more. They're not gonna be like, if you know, so they will tell her like a thousand but and right. she'll be like, I'll pay you hundred fifty but literally. And then they're like, what are you talking about? And then if she raises up the price to like five hundred but like now they're like actually, you right. know, yeah. So um, yeah. So I just realized like you know, growing up these are like skills that I picked up from like my grandmother, like you know, just shopping around with her. She would always tell me like, don't look excited. Right. When you see something, yeah, yeah, I contain your like excitement, like, because right. if they see you excited, you want it bad, yeah, then like now they have the, um, they got the, the upper hand, yeah, the leverage, the leverage. That's what, what I was looking for, right. Yeah. And yeah. to add on that, it's when you anchor, and you say a crazy low number, mm-hmm. anything above that sounds good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what I like. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like five hundred. If she said it initially, it it's not that good. Exactly. But since she started with the one fifty. Mm-hmm. Okay, 500, that's, 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 that's really good. Yeah. 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 I didn't go lie. This reminded me of the story about my mother that Miss Lisa told me. She was saying that um, she remembers she went with my mom shopping to like Victoria's Secret or something. 
and she got hundreds of dollars, hundred dollars, hundreds of dollars of items. So like three, four hundred dollars of items. And she walked out and paid seven dollars. What? She used coupons. She used all sorts of things. And it was. She was like, bro, I ain't know nobody. I'm not going to shop with nobody else except your mom. Like, that was some G stuff. G stuff. <laughs> and bro, like, like when I think of it, like especially this chapter, it kind of like when I was reading it, like and uh, listening to the audiobook as well, it kind of like I thought back to like. Because if you like, let's say like someone's offering you a car for thirty five thousand, like the book was saying, and he offered like twenty five thousand, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people might say like, oh, that the even the fact that he offered is he's like he's trying to like rob from him or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But this book highlights, especially in the the last chapter, that just because I'm making the offer doesn't mean I'm trying to like rob. You know what I mean? Like no matter how low my offer is, I'm trying to see if you're gonna agree or not. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like a uh, like me making the offer isn't an attack in any way, no matter how big or how small the offer is. Right. And that's something like, especially in chapter nine, that's like very, like it, it it's not surprising to me, but it's, uh, it's funny, especially how like in society today and like, especially like with younger people, how like they look at as everything is an attack. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's very powerful in that sense. I think that's what creates like the fear, like with the, with the person that's negotiating, like, um, you don't want to make an offer of like a very low number because mm -hmm. you're scared to offend the other person. You know? mm -hmm. yeah. You're scared of their reaction. Right. You so, gotta, you gotta like practice that gut feeling. Mm -hmm. Just say a number. Whatever they say, that's not your problem. That's not you know they decide basically at the end of the day. Yeah. But whatever you go and just stay quiet. That's when I learned one of the things I learned too. Throw a number and just stay silent. Mm. And when you stay yeah. silent, people just talk. <laughs> I can't do that, but I can do this. I'm like, you know what? I can maybe do that. Yeah. What about like um, offering non-monetary um, oh, alternatives? You know, like you don't always focus on the the, the money, price, the right. money, right? And then yeah. if you just give them like uh, um, like non-monetary, yeah. um, you know, benefit to it, yeah. they might accept the price that you offer. Yeah, because they're really looking for like they really think that you don't got no more money to offer, and right. you're offering whatever else that you have. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you like, when you, if you build rapport with the the person, like I remember I talked to this one lady, she just she loves beer. Mm. So I remember at the end, I'm like, I can do 250 and I'll bring Sam Adams. She's like, I like that. <laughs> I was like, wow. So she accepted, like, she wanted it because of what she wanted. Like, the non, what do you call it? Non money. Sam Adams. Huh? It's a beer, I think. She said it. I just remember writing it down. Oh. And then I mentioned it back. Oh, you wrote it down as she yeah. was talking about it? Yeah. Okay. I've also seen like I think my I've seen my girls I do this a lot too. And then as he's talking to like customer service of some other people, yeah. he would tell them I'll bring you more customers. You know, my mm -hmm. my he's like oh, yeah. a couple of my buddies are into you know buying more things like this, and they're actually interested in doing that right now. Mm -hmm. And if you negotiate a good price with me, then I'll bring them in. Then you have more customers. You mm -hmm. know, so now they're interested in more money that you're gonna bring in than right. just the monetary value. Right, bring in value. Mm -hmm. And also, um, he says to use uh, like random numbers, random digits instead of like, uh, like he's saying, use non-round numbers like thirty-seven thousand eight hundred ninety-three instead of thirty-eight thousand. <laughs> so it makes it seem like you're actually doing like legitimate calculation. Yeah. That right. um, like you know what I'm saying. So it's like a way for you to say, oh, I can't do anything more than that. Like that's yeah. the most I can do. Yeah. And it sounds like you're very serious about it. Yeah. 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 So it gives you more credibility and weight. That's what he says. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because it's like it, it feels like you can't move it. But if you say like let's say five thousand, they feel like they can raise it. Yeah, because it's an even number. Exactly. But that weird number, they'd be like, ah, this nigga's yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I 
I don't even try more a dollar more. You know? Yeah, because they're so interested by that number. How did he come up yeah. with that? <laughs> so you just you get stuck on that. My question is like, um, because I see like at the beginning of the chapter nine, he talks about the story of him getting the red car. Mm -hmm. You guys remember that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Um. So and then he had like a number in mind, like thirty thousand. Because, you know, as a person that's purchasing something, at the end of the day, you want to get the lowest possible number, right? Yeah. Right. How do you know to, like, how, like, maybe if he said 28000 he could have still gotten the car for that price. Yeah. How do you know to negotiate it, like, like the like, price? Yeah, like that low price that you know they're going to. This it's, it's it goes with what he said. He said you don't uh, rise to the expectation. You fall to your most, like, your, the way you research the most or something like that. Mm -hmm. Where it's like. He probably did the research on like, oh, how much is the car worth? It's probably worth like 31K. And it's like, okay, let me see if I can get it for 30K or something like that. Because mm -hmm. especially if you, in chapter 10, when he talks about um the person in rent who like, the, the landlord tried to raise their rent, but then they actually negotiated their rent down is because they did the research in the area. And mm -hmm. rent in the area is 1800 and the uh, landlord is trying to charge them 2100 mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so mm -hmm. just doing that research. Yeah. A lot of good research, and the one thing I've learned uh, and learned about like car salesmen is like you have to be willing to walk away. That's like the most powerful thing because mm. they don't want to lose a customer. Mm -hmm. But most yeah. people they they want to buy it. They yeah. can't leave without buying it. Yeah. But if you're willing to leave, you can get the best number. Yeah, okay, that's true. Uh, I see that we're coming kind of towards the end of the time, but I don't want to end this um, discussion without talking about the top negotiators. That was heavily talked about. What chapter ten, right? In chapter nine. Chapter 10 on I don't remember specifically. Well, types, yeah. types of negotiators. Yeah. Um, can you guys maybe touch on that and, and see like what type of negotiator you guys think you are yourself type thing? What is it? Like four types, right? Yeah. It's three. Is it assertive? Is it three or four? It's three. It's the analytical, it's... assertive, and the affirmation. Uh, yeah, affirmative, yeah. yeah. Um, Let's dedicate what, about a minute to, to that. What type we are? Yeah. That's a good question. Can someone like dive into what each is? I guess like impression. a summary. Yeah. yeah. He has like um characteristics of like what what those people are too, like in details. Um, yeah, he talks about like what silence means to them, what time means to them. Right. Some things are stupid right there, and you're right? silent. And those they're not in a big rush. Instead, they believe that as long as they're working for the best result in a systematic way, then time is of consequence. And the and analytical, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, I'll read the accommodator. The most important thing is this type of negotiator is the time spent building the relationship. Accommodators think as long as there is a free-flowing, continuous exchange of information, mm -hmm. time is being well spent. As long as they are communicating, they are happy, their goal is to be on great terms with their counterpart. They love the win-win. Right. Somebody get that started? Uh, assertive type believes time is money. Everything, um, Every wasted minute is a wasted dollar. Their self-image is linked to how many things they can uh, get accomplished in a period of time. For them, getting the solution solution perfect isn't the important impo important as getting it done. Mm -hmm. Those are the aggressive ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, aggressive ones. But to be honest, though, you don't you're not necessarily like one type of negotiator. Yeah, it could yeah. be multiple type of you know what I mean. And like can, percentages of how many. Yeah, you can showcase like analyst, yeah. and then you can also negotiate like accommodator. But which one do you see like the most in yourself? Though? Or let's say like um, everybody talk about other people that they see. Mm. Oh, yeah. What do we know? 
I, that's that's also true. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not like we negotiated in front of each other. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, based I on think personality. Based on, yeah. yeah, yeah based yeah, on personality. I could do that. I could. I could. I could go. I could say. You're definitely assertive and uh, yeah. I was gonna say I was not gonna say assertive at all. For that's the one. I was gonna that's say the main. Little, I'm gonna just say nah, one. I'll, really? I'll, Although I see like other man. qualities, you, I would say you're assertive, the assertive type. Mm-hmm. I would see like more of an analyst. Um, definitely break any. Kind of be like hmm. analyst. More like <laughs> when he's quiet, like he's thinking. He's thinking, yeah. You know, I could see like that. Um, I could see like analyst or like I could see accommodator. I'll say Adams. Analyst? Yeah, I think I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Adams in the accommodator. Yeah, I'll say yeah, Adams in the accommodator. I think Cunningham's I guess more that. of an assertive type of, like, not like assertive, like, not like, um, like yelling, but. Yeah, but yeah. like an upfront. Not loud, yeah. Like an upfront, like, he was like, I'm not taking that. Like, you'll know his position. Because he also says, like, uh, assertives, like, if you don't understand their point of view, yeah, don't waste your time talking about your point of view. Because they're not going to get it. Like, they're not going to, like, you, first, they want to make sure you understand them. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to understand me. you. Yeah. Right. Like, like, if you're sitting there talking about your po- position and you, you didn't make sure that they understood you, then the negotiation is not, it's pointless. But you're, but you're bending the negotiation in your favor, though. That's the point of it, right? Yeah, like by knowing by, what type of negotiator you're dealing with, I think no, I'm saying like as an assertive, like you're bending because you're you're saying like you're because it says like every side's opportunity to speak more. Mm-hmm. It's like the assertive one is like rushing to get his his. Yeah, they just talking more. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that, and in that way, they're bending the negotiations. Yeah. Instead of just like I was the, the the key yeah. differences that he highlights after he mentions the three is how they like deal with time. Mm-hmm. So with the first one, time is um, what is it? Time. There's like, time is money. No, no. Time is money is for the assertive. Time is uh like a relationship or something like right. that for his third wife. Or something. Mm-hmm. Accommodator. Yeah. And then time is uh look right here. Time is preparation. Time is relationship. And time is money. Yeah. So for the first one, it's preparation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the research and stuff. Yeah. What do you guys think, Magarsis? Magarsis, I would say maybe analyst. Yeah. Or yeah. Analyst. analyst. I would think lambda or maybe an analyst. I think an analyst or accommodator. Yeah, yeah. Sound, Sound the accommodator. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what's the accommodator? Uh, it's about building like, a good rapport. You know, yeah, like you always talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I would do analyst too. Is that like numbers? Numbers? <laughs> yeah, numbers? research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we've we've we've. Did we say a bishop? No, we didn't. No. You trying to duck out before we? I'm not. I mean, it's been 15 minutes. I'll say assertive for a bishop. Yeah, I'll say something. Assertive. Accommodator. I'll say accommodator. No, accommodator for a bishop. Yeah, definitely assertive. I can see. I can see assertive. Because it's 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 also about like negotiation in a time of negotiation. You know what I mean? It's different. You're it's you're different. Like. Oh, like we need it now. We need it done now. You know what I'm saying? When you're negotiating something, it's yeah. different when you're like, you know what I mean? Like your personality trait is is isn't the same when you're negotiating. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I never thought of him as assertive, but I can actually see it though. And negotiate. How do you say it? Yeah, I can see him being assertive. I can see it even. Yeah, it could be more than like accommodating. Yeah. Now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, guys, it's been 16 minutes. Actually, we went over our time by a lot. Uh, Adam, you mind finishing it up? Yeah, Cute music. Thank you again, everybody, for tuning in to the Malaga Investment Podcast. I'm here joined by Abdisha Musa, Salam Osman, Mabarsa Abdukri, Ibra Hussein, Naoli Mame, Karni Kadi, and myself, Adam Lensa. Hope you guys had an amazing day. We are now checking out the podcast. See you guys next week. Peace. All right.